0: Hey there, listener. Do you have something to say? Then you're already a podcaster. You just don't know it yet. Whether you love to shoot the breeze with friends, have an urge to share your passions with the world, or even want to grow your business, you've got something worth saying with a podcast. With ACAST, it couldn't be easier to start your own show. Launch, grow, and make money from your podcast across all listening platforms. If you have something to say, you're a podcaster. Head over to ACAST.com to get started for free.
1: Guess who's back? Back again. Bitman's back. Tell your friends. Bitman's back. Bitman's back. Bitman's back. Bitman's back. Mark Bitman is back. Today to talk about protein
2: we do have an obsession with protein and the fact is that the official recommendation for our protein intake is about double what most people need so if you're if you're following uh labels or my plate or whatever you're probably eating twice as much protein as you need to eat already but everybody is obsessed with protein so they're eating more and actually protein turns out to be much easier to get than it used to be thought at least with people with you know, adequate calories and a varied diet, so you could actually eat much less. So, so this is two myths really that you're busting at once. One is that you need more protein than is recommended in order to be strong and build strong muscles and so on. That may be true if you're an elite athlete, but it's not true for anyone else. So that's one end of the spectrum. And the other end of the spectrum is it's hard to get enough protein. And it's especially hard for vegans to get enough protein. And that's also completely wrong. I mean, a a vegan, it's the the key here is that a balanced diet is what matters. So a a good balanced diet, whether it's vegan or um, omnivorous or flexitarian or pescatarian, whatever it is, if it's a balanced diet, you're almost assuredly getting enough protein.
1: And so what are some things that contain protein that we don't think about?
2: Well, the world's greatest source of protein is the legume, the bean. So we're like, oh, you got to eat muscle meat. I do Maybe you need to eat some liver. No, you need to eat rice and beans. That's, that's the world's most popular protein source and a very good one. Cheap, healthier than meat, more sustainable, less cruel to animals, blah, blah, blah. The more beans, the more legumes that that Americans in particular eat the rest of the world or much of the rest of the world is, is already on a heavy legume diet, but the more legumes everyone eats, particularly Americans, the better off we'll all be.
1: But also a bunch of vegetables, right? Have proteins too. Yeah.
2: I mean, lettuce has protein. Everything is, everything is a combination of protein, fat, and carbohydrates. So to call something a carb, is wrong because it's got carbs. It may be predominantly carbs, but it's got fat and protein in it. And to call something protein, quote unquote protein, the way people call animal products protein, that's really wrong because everything has protein. Lettuce has protein. And some vegetables have more protein by weight um, than meat does. Uh, but of course, meat meat is more concentrated. Meat is a very good concentrated source of protein but it is far from the only source of protein.
1: What's the bean dish that you make most regularly at home?
2: You know, some form of rice and beans. So, I have probably in my pantry 10 kinds of beans and I look at them and I think what do I want to do here? Um I go through phases. I'm in a sort of a lentil salad kick, but um I guess that's cuz it's spring, so it's more like You know, here's, this is a sort of talk through recipe of something that I did the other day that I think is, is really, really great. I cooked some black lentils. I cooked some brown rice. I gathered a bunch of greens from the garden and from the refrigerator and I made a vinaigrette and I poached a piece of fish. And then I just took this plate and I put a pile of greens in the middle and a scoop of lentils on one side and a scoop of brown rice or whatever it was on the other side and half of this piece of fish and the piece of fish was four ounces so it's two ounces per person i put this piece of fish on top of each thing of greens and i put vinaigrette on top and it looked really fancy and it was like the easiest thing in the world i mean it took an hour because the beans and the lentils and the rice had to cook but it was no work
1: do you do we always have to rinse off our rice before cooking it?
2: No. No. Although I kind of do out of habit, I don't think it matters anymore. They used to like whiten rice with talc. So you wanted to rinse that off. Brown rice doesn't have that. I mean, you can wash it in case there's some random husks or dirt or whatever, but it's like there almost never is. Hmm.
1: That wraps another edition of Food Friday. Mark Bittman is the author of A Million Cookbooks and A Billion Recipes. And he has a podcast. It's called Food with Mark Bittman. He also runs the Bittman Project online. Check him out. I subscribe to his newsletter. It's excellent. If you have some Food Friday advice, I really, 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 really want to hear it. 844-935-BEST. That's 844-935-BEST. And if you're enjoying this show, please write a little review or rate the show at Apple Podcasts. Thank you.
0: Hey there, listener. Do you have something to say? Then you're already a podcaster. You just don't know it yet. Whether you love to shoot the breeze with friends, have an urge to share your passions with the world, or even want to grow your business, you've got something worth saying with a podcast. With Acast, it couldn't be easier to start your own show. Launch, grow, and make money from your podcast across all listening platforms. If you have something to say, you're a podcaster. Head over to ACAST.com to get started for free.